Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. You know, one of the more common questions I get on a regular basis is how much does long-term care cost? It's almost like people are trying to compare it to purchasing a particular item that they know, you know, something like a car or a house or even a new iPhone. And if you think about it, even those items vary greatly in cost. In fact, costs vary on just about everything. I mean, how much is a pound of hamburger? Let's see, do you want regular hamburger? Do you want extra lean hamburger? Do you want grass-fed, organic, pasture-raised? You know, you kind of get my point. There's going to be a lot of variables that are going to determine how much things cost. And long-term care is no different. In fact, the cost of care is going to vary widely based on several factors. Number one, what type of care do you need? Most of the care that people receive out there is what we call custodial. That is the most common care. Custodial care is the care that we're providing a loved one, helping them through the day, helping them stay independent. So custodial is one type of care, but long-term care also pays for skilled nursing care. So let's say that your health is compromised to a point where you actually need that skilled assistant around you. That's going to be a different cost structure. It's going to cost more to have that person with the medical background coming into, you know, if you're in a nursing home, for instance, in a skilled care situation. Another thing we have to look at when we're trying to figure out how much long-term care costs is how much care do you need? A few hours a day? That's really how my grandmother started out. Just a couple hours a day was all the care that she needed initially several days a week. Or do you need 24-7 care? So again, do you have to pay for somebody to come into your home 24 hours a day? Are you paying for assisted living for 24-hour care? That is going to be a factor that's going to determine how much that long-term care costs. And then lastly, you have to understand is the location makes a huge difference. The vast majority of people start their long-term care journey at home. And most people are depending on family members for at least part of that care. So maybe you're having that that uh, home health aide come in just a couple hours a, a day, a couple hours a week in your home. But you could also be paying for care in an adult daycare. Adult daycares are becoming very popular. In fact, we had a colleague that uh, worked down the hall from us. She was a CPA, and she would drop her father off in an adult daycare in the morning and pick him up on the way home, and she took care of him the rest of the time. So adult daycare is where we can take somebody you know, and, and leave them for part of the day, four hours, six hours, eight hours, whatever it is. So adult daycare is going to be a location that's going to be less expensive than if you were in a full-blown assisted living facility or an adult family home. Adult family home assisted living facilities, that's going to be 24-7 care. And then finally, the most expensive place in most cases is going to be a nursing home and then what we call a special memory clinic. A special memory clinic is going to be, um, you know, maybe a, I think of that as for someone who is a healthy, like a healthy adult male is just a classic uh, person that has Alzheimer's because what they end up needing is they have to have some, you know, more nurses, more people around them to try to maintain that person and keep them in the facility itself. So special memory clinics and nursing homes are going to be at the high end of the costing. So when you're trying to figure out how much long-term care costs, you're saying, well, there's a lot of variables that you have to look at. Type of care you need, how much care you need, and where is that care being received? Now, several companies um, do what they call these cost of care surveys. So they put together these surveys every year that kind of break down the cost for various long-term care services. In fact, you can even look up your state. So if you want to look up a particular state, you can go in and you can look at these cost of care surveys and say, okay, I want to know how much care costs in Colorado. I'm thinking about moving to Arizona. How much does this care cost in Connecticut? And it will break those down. So I pulled one of these up from 2021, and I want to just share some of the information that is on there so you can kind of get an idea of what these cost of care surveys are really doing. And this is an example from 2021 reporting monthly median cost nationally. 
So again, remember, I did a, a show on this talking about averages versus median. Median is half above, half below. So we're looking at a data point set or a, or a set of data points, and we're saying half is above, half is below. That's median. That's what these numbers reflect, which is going to give us a better idea than average because, again, average can get skewed by just you know one wild uh, or one or two data points that are really you know off the chart somewhere that can skew the average. So median is a it just saying half the people are paying above this, half the people are paying below it for these costs. So if we break down the different services that they follow, homemaker service, median cost two thousand twenty one four thousand nine hundred and fifty seven dollars. Okay, so homemaker services. A home health aid is going to cost $5,148. Now, the difference on that home health aid, home health aid is going to be somebody that helps you with the activities of daily living, the bathing, the dressing, maybe the medication management, things like that. A homemaker service is going to be somebody that's going to come in and do light housework, lawn, <clears throat> excuse me, laundry, maybe some meal preparation, things like that. But you can see they're very close. Forty nine fifty seven and fifty one forty eight is the median cost nationally for those two services. Now the next one on the list is adult daycare. So again, this is where we're going to drop a loved one off for two hours or four hours or even up to eight or ten hours a day. So adult healthcare, adult day healthcare is going to median cost is sixteen ninety a month. So that's you know that's pretty close to what childcare costs when you look at you know that fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar month range for you know childcare is the same for adult daycare. Then the next one on their list was assisted living. Now assisted living is going to be you know twenty four seven care. That's my grandmother eventually moved into an assisted living facility. The average or the median, I'm sorry, not the average, the median cost across the country for assisted living is forty five hundred dollars. So that means half the people are paying above that, half the people are paying below it. And really on assisted living, I've seen prices as high as $10,000 for some, you know, beautiful two and three bedroom assisted living facility apartments all the way down to, you know, a few thousand dollars a month for just a basic studio. So there's quite a range in the assisted living. Then we have the semi-private nursing home at $7,908 a month and then private nursing home costs at $9,034. So I think these costs of care surveys are a good way to get a baseline or a basic idea of what people are spending for care. It doesn't tell us how much we're going to spend on care, but it just gives us an idea that if we need assisted living, the median price is around $4,500 across the country. Now, the one thing I will caution you on is those numbers are going to vary widely depending where you're at. If obviously, if you're in a metropolitan area like you know New York City, for instance, that assisted living number is going to be a lot higher. It might be twice as high as that. But what we're trying to do is on the median is look across the entire country. But you can also break that down by state on those surveys. Genworth does a survey every year, and so does Mutual of Omaha. However, the amount that people are spending, you know, is going to is, is going to vary not only on the level of care they need, but also on that location. So you really want to try to find in your area if you're trying to wrap your mind around it. Where am I going to age? I want to age in place. I want to stay in this particular community, this area. Try to look at some of those costs that are dialed in. If you have family helping, you may be able to spend less. And we know about one-third of people who are using long-term care insurance are also using family members to help at least part of the time. This is a great way to reduce the cost of care and often allows people to age in place surrounded by family members. So a lot of times we might, like I was telling you, the colleague that I had, she was taking care of her dad. He was living with her in her home, and she would drop him off at adult daycare. So that greatly reduced the cost versus having to be in 24-7 assisted living, um, you know, which was you know, what we're starting to see more and more people do. Or maybe you know, mom moves in with you in a mother-in-law apartment, and you just have somebody there four hours a day to kind of help watch her, and the rest of the time you guys are able to manage that. Now, in fact, if we look at the way long-term care insurance is used, for instance, in the cost of care, about 75% of the people who trigger a claim and start receiving their benefits from their long-term care insurance plans do so while they're living in their own home. Okay, so about three out of four people start their journey in their own home that have long-term care insurance. Out of those, about 65 to 70%, so figure about two out of three people, are able to stay in their home. So they complete their entire journey. They take their last breath in their own home. These are the statistics that we get from the insurance companies that are paying out claims. 
Now, what about the other third of those people that don't stay in their home? Well, a lot of those people end up being, you know, people like my grandmother who will get to a point where they'll choose to move into an assisted living or maybe an adult family home. My grandmother moved into an assisted living facility. I think her quality of life actually went up a little bit. She had, you know, more of a social life. She had, you know, the, the people around her, activities, things to do versus her being isolated in her home. So she chose to do that. So that's really what we see. And the very few people, you know, it's either assisted living or adult family homes. Very few people, a very small percentage of people will end up in a nursing home. In fact, most of the people that end up in a nursing home, it's because their health is compromised to a point where they need that skilled nursing setting, but they're not choosing to move into a nursing home because they'd rather be there than assisted living. It's that's just kind of the final stop. A lot of times nursing home is hospice care. So depending on your situation, you know, you may reach that point where you say, I'm going to start my journey at home and then I'm bringing in so much help into my house on a regular basis that it might be more cost effective for me to move into an assisted living facility and I might have a better quality of life there. So that's really what it, it um, you know, people do with the long-term care insurance. Now, if we compare this to people without long-term care insurance, you can just turn those numbers upside down completely because really what happens is most people without a plan, what they're doing is they're trying to use family they don't want to stroke the check to pay for that care. They will for a while until they finally, they, you know, they're going to eventually just burn through their assets, meaning their finances and their family members. And then those people usually end up getting put in a nursing home because once you go to the Medicaid system, the Medicaid system is still going to, as a general rule, warehouse people unless they have the family support to take care of them. So, you know, I'm going to take a quick break here, but stick around here. When we come back, I want to continue the conversation on the cost of care and how you mitigate those costs. I'll be right back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. Hey, it's Mandy Connell, and a great way to learn about long-term care is to join my friends from 525 Advisors for their upcoming free long-term care planning live webinar. You'll learn so much. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. They even have plans with lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Then when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you, just like they're doing for my husband and me right now. I love how much time they've spent with us, and it's not just me. Read the reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage gives you. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. Okay, um, so, you know, you just heard the ads. We've got a couple classes on the calendar for next month. So we're rolling into March already, believe it or not. And the classes are going to be on Saturday the 12th. That's going to be a... Um, 9 a.m. kickoff, Mountain Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. And then we're going to have one 
basically about a week and a half later on the 24th. That's going to be a Thursday night, I believe, a Wednesday or Thursday, the 24th. I don't have my calendar in front of me, but that's going to be at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Again, you can sign up at our website at uh, 525longtermcare.com and just click on attend an event. And what's going to happen is you will get a link sent to you in your email. And all you do is click on that and you can um, join the webinar. It's a live webinar, but you do not have to download any software. You don't have, you know, in fact, I was just on a Zoom meeting again this this week and it was like, oh my gosh, now do you want to upload this? You have to download this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we don't have any of that in our software. Just click the link. You get to watch the, watch the webinar and you can send your questions in and it is a live class. So again, Saturday the 12th is the next one. That's March 12th, 525longtermcare.com is where you sign up for that. Okay, so we're talking a little bit about the cost of care, and I had mentioned that this is one of the most common questions we get. The problem with the question is, of course, there's no good answer to this question. It's like saying, how much does a car cost? Well, we look in a new car, we look in a used car. You know, luxury car or just a basic model. And so long-term care is similar that it's going to depend greatly on, on the, you know, the magnitude of the situation. How much care do you need? Where is that care taking place? Who's helping you? So the numbers can vary widely. But that's why we can go look at those cost of care surveys and pick areas and say, well, at least we know this is how much the median cost of for home health worker is or assisted living, whatever that is. As we discussed in the first segment, you know, the the the, the problem we have is trying to pinpoint an actual cost. It's That's just never going to happen. What we're going to have to do is look at the numbers around us on what other people are spending and try to get an idea from that. One of the teaching points that I've been making for over a decade now is that the true cost of care is represented in three different areas. And I wanted to spend a minute talking about this. Number one is financial. That's what we're talking about at the first part of the show here. It's expensive. We know how much you know long-term care situations cost. Based on that data that we look at, we can say, gosh, if I end up in a nursing home, it's $9,000 a, a month on average for a, or for a medium nursing home for a, a private room. We can look at home health care workers and say, well, it's going to be you know, $25 an hour in this market or $30 an hour in this market. So we know it's expensive. That's really what we're talking about when we're talking about the cost of care is how much in dollars and cents does it cost. And this by far is the biggest worry that most people have. You know, it's how much damage am I going to do to the estate? Am I going to go broke in retirement? That's what we're worried about is the financial cost of a long-term care situation. But there's two other costs that I want you to really stop and think about that a lot of people overlook. The next one is the physical cost. This is the wear and the tear you put on caregivers, which in you know most cases is family members. Again, statistically, we look at it, 50% of people who are in long-term care situations rely 100% on family members, and about two-thirds rely on family members for at least part of it. So maybe they're having healthcare workers come in during the day, and they're taking care of you know mom or dad in the evening. So the physical cost is the wear and tear. Who's actually doing the heavy lifting? Who's helping you transfer day in and day out Okay, throughout your journey? Statistically, you know, again, the caregivers wear themselves out physically. That is a big problem. So we have to look at that physical cost because that is a cost, that is a burden that we are passing on to our loved ones. And the next cost that I want people to understand is the emotional cost. This is the stress and the mental health issues that caregivers face. And again, often this is passed on to the very people we care the most about. It's our family members that are stressed out, worrying, trying to figure this out. Caregivers suffer much higher rates of depression, anxiety, and stress-related illnesses than non-caregivers. I mean, it's a sad statistic, but it's true. Cognitive impairment is especially difficult for caregivers. And I have to admit, you know, I'm one of those people that don't pay a lot of attention to stress and mental health. I don't pay enough attention to it. I don't like excuses. I grew up, my dad was just a, you know, make things happen. Don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me what you did type of guy. And so I never really thought about it from a mental health point of view until I read a book um, by a forest ranger down in southern Colorado who was a caregiver for his mother and then again for his wife. Both of them ended up with Alzheimer's. And then he chronicled several other families that had um, stories with it was basically based on cognitive issues where they ended up, you know, what they had to give up in their lives and the stress that they went through. And, you know, you're not planning vacations. You're not thinking about what you're going to do next month or next year. You're just in that moment. 
And it was really eye-opening to how much stress these people go through, and especially on the cognitive impairments. Because, again, people with Alzheimer's, as they, as they progress through that disease, they don't sleep regular schedules. They, you know, they need that constant, you know, you're up when they're up, and they need that constant monitoring. So it can be a very difficult situation for the caregivers. So most people are concerned with it financially. But what we need to really look at is we need to look at the physical and the emotional costs that come with that long-term care situation. And that's why it's so important to really consider planning. A long-term care insurance plan provides us that tax-free bucket of money to pay for care. So we have the financial costs. We can mitigate some of that cost with that money. But it can also provide the additional benefits based on the plan that you design. And those additional benefits can help offset the physical and the emotional cost of an extended healthcare situation. And let's just spend a minute on this. When we put a plan together, we are deciding several design features of our long-term care insurance plan. Number one is how much benefit will we have each month? So that's our monthly benefit. How much money can we take out of our plan? How long is that money going to last? How much total money is in that benefit? Is it, it's, a lot of times it's described as years of coverage, two years of coverage, three years of coverage. My plan personally is unlimited. That means I have a bottomless bucket. So we're designing, that's the financial side that we're designing. But the other features that we're deciding when we put a plan together is what kind of support do we want? What kind of claim support do you want when you trigger a claim? Now, some companies offer no support at all. They just simply send you a check and you're up to, you know, you're up to your own devices to figure it out. And that's great. I mean, especially if you have your son or your daughter's a, you know, a doctor or a nurse or they you're living with them and they can manage and take care of all this. Yeah, maybe that's great. But for the rest of us, the claim support is a very important feature on some of these plans. It's what I have is what I call my plan has what we call a concierge claim support. So this is going to say how much, you know, what kind of claim support do I want? Do I want care coordination? Do I want case management? So again, I always tell people, imagine your house burns down. Do you want the insurance company to show up and drop a sack of money off on your porch and drive away? Or do you want them to show up with a clipboard, take notes, hire a contractor, get the permits, rebuild your house, find you a place to live, let you go on with your life? That's really what we're trying to figure out here when we're designing this plan. The vast majority of my clients want that concierge claim support. They want somebody on the other end of that 800 number so that their family can call and there's a team of professionals that can manage you and help your family through that situation. And this is really one of the most important parts of a good long-term care plan, if you ask me. I, I tell everybody, long-term care insurance is only important when you need it. The financial side, that's what we're worried about. How much benefit am I going to get? Okay, so here's your $10,000 a month. Now, do you just want that check to show up in your bank account every month and then you, you, you handle everything else? Okay, some people will say yes. But other people like me, I say, you know what, that's not what I want. I want that claim support. I want my kids to be able to call this 800 number, have somebody assigned to my situation that can guide them and help them and help us get the level of care that we need in the, in the setting that we choose. And that's really what we're doing when we're looking at some of these offerings through the different companies. So in the context of how much does care cost, we should not only be looking at the financial costs in terms of dollars, but we also need to look at the cost or the burden that we're going to put on our family members when we don't have a plan in place. Who's going to figure it out? Who's going to get the house rebuilt? Who's going to go out and find the contractor, get the permits, do all those things? We have to understand that. A few years ago, you know, I read this article describing how the well-to-do struggle with long-term care. And the takeaway from this article is twofold. Number one, the wealthy struggle with finding the appropriate care for their loved ones. And number two, they were uncomfortable writing the checks for the caregivers on a daily basis as they were concerned about how long that situation might last. It's kind of funny how that works, but I mean, it's just, it's really human nature. Again, the biggest fear most people have in retirement is running out of money. And it doesn't matter if somebody has a million dollars in their account or they have $100,000 in their account. They're both worried about running out of money. And that is one of the things that we realized in the survey when they were going through this is they said, gosh, you know, just because you have money, that money in the bank account does not solve the long-term care problem. It does not know how to find the care that you need. It does not know the difference between one home health care agency and the other. It just it doesn't do any of that. So you have to understand that's where people look at this and they say, well, I have enough money. I don't think I need to worry about long-term care planning. Long-term care planning, take a more holistic view on it. What we have now is a good plan that's going to not only help us financially, but it's going to help our family members physically and emotionally. 
So I'm going to take a quick break here. Stick around. When we come back, I'm going to introduce you to Colin and Gina. That's our client of the week. I'm going to show you how we set up a plan for them and why we picked the plan that we did. We'll be right back. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. You know, um, thanks again for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio. Again, if you miss any of the show, we have our podcast available through our website. And I want to give a, you know, personally apologize to the listeners on KOA out there in the front range in Colorado last week. Um, they... We had a technical difficulty, and I found out um, after the fact that they ran the first half of our show back to back. So we, you know, you ended up missing the client of the week, and you heard the same thirty minutes um, the second half of the show. So again, that is that show is available on our podcast, and you can get those just about anywhere or through our website at five two five longtermcare dot com. So. At the bottom of the hour every week, what we try to do is bring you what we call a client of the week. And this is just an example of somebody that came to us looking for some long-term care planning help. And we're going to kind of just go through what we talked about, what we settled, a little background on the people. And so this week it was Colin, who is 64, Gina, who is 63, both retired and looking forward to traveling and spending time. They have two grown kids and they have four grandchildren. Now, their biggest concern, this was pretty eye-opening here. Colin had a brother who was paralyzed in an accident last year, which just really changed his whole view on long-term care. He admitted it. He said, you know, I never really thought about this. I figured that was something that, you know, you worried about when you're 85 or 90, and, you know, I've got assets, and I just figured I, I just didn't need to worry about it. But then he watched what happened to his brother, and he was like, holy cow, that is just, that, that you know, it's just horrible. And I will tell you that statistically, about a third of the people on claim for long-term care are under age 65. And folks, that's eye-opening because, again, everybody thinks about this as being something I need when I'm 85 or 90. But guess what? You could get hit by the bus tomorrow and end up paralyzed. You could get an autoimmune disease. You could end up with cancer. There's all kinds of things that can put you in a long-term care situation. And remember, long-term care is simply when you need help from others to get through the day. So Colin had some, you know, some immediate experience with this, watching what happened with his brother. And he admitted that he just had never really even thought about long-term care planning. And then he saw what happened to his brother, and then he heard a little bit about us. And so that's why he decided, I'm going to come in and look at this. Um, you know, the other concern they had is they didn't want to spend their assets down. So again, he's looking at real life, what's going on with his brother, how they're having to had tweak the house, and they're having to bring people in, and how expensive it is, and how he's not able to work, and all these things. So Colin and Gina wanted to, A, protect their assets. They didn't want to spend all their assets down if something happened to one of them. And they wanted to avoid being that burden on their kids. They, they, they did not want their kids to have to give up their life and step in and try to figure out how to manage a long-term care situation for them. Gina had a little bit different take on this. As she knew, number one, she would not be able to provide care for Colin. Colin is a big guy. Gina is a small lady. There's no way that she is physically helping him move him in and out of bed and lift him and transfer him and do things like that. So she just, you know, fully admitted, I would have to bring help in if something happens to him. So that was a concern for her. Now, what we found out about him during our conversation, both of them were in good shape. Um, you know, Gina was having some problem, minor issues with arthritis, but it was well managed. And I, I, I say that because arthritis, muscular skeletal issues is the number three reason why women end up in long-term care situations. So you can't ignore arthritis and just say it's no big deal. A lot of the insurance carriers really start looking into the medical records on the arthritis. They want to make sure this is managed because they know that statistically that is a big, you know, that's a leading cause for women to end up in long-term care situations. And, you know, that's what my grandma ended up doing, believe it or not, just muscular skeletal. She had sciatica so bad that she couldn't transfer and she had scoliosis. And my mom is kind of the same way. So, again, they look at those kind of things. But overall, she was in good shape and, and her arthritis was managed. Colin was a big guy, but he was fit. He was in good shape. So no problems there. 
uh, Colin was a retired contractor, and they had fixed up and managed several rental properties over the years, but they were planning on getting rid of them. They had already sold a couple of them, and they just wanted to get out of the rental game. They did not want to be responsible for managing or renting properties in their retirement, so they're in the process of selling off those rental properties. Gina was going to have a small pension when she retired. Um, both would be qualified for Social Security, and they had a decent retirement account. They had a healthy retirement account. So again, Colin was right in his assumption. He said, you know, I never really looked at this from a financial point of view, a worry, because I just figured, you know, we have enough money. We have assets and income and and savings that I could pay for long-term care. So again, that's what a lot of people look at when they're looking at it only from the money situation. So what they wanted from a plan, they, they wanted, a, you know, number one, they wanted a dedicated source of income to help offset that cost of care. So they said, gosh, if what we'd like to do is just know that we have X amount of money coming in that's going to help us pay for care regardless of what the situation is. They want to have to sell something. They want to have to worry about depleting their retirement accounts or their cash savings. Um, they wanted support for the family. This was Gina's sticking point. She said, look, I don't want my family to have to try to figure this out if something happens. She was very aware of of what goes on in these long-term care situations. And she said, I just want to make sure that there's support for the family so that they don't have to figure that out. So I'm like, okay, we're going to look at a plan that offers those good levels of support. They wanted unlimited benefits, and this was a sticking point for Colin. He just said, look, I'm looking at my brother now. He could be around for another 25, 30 years, paralyzed. He's going to need help the, all of those years. So they wanted to make sure that they had a plan that was not going to run out of benefits. I said, okay, so lifetime benefits, we do have that option. They wanted a plan that would pay for care in home and be portable if they moved somewhere. And folks, I will just tell you, all the plans that we have today are do just that. You can start out, you can start out with care in your home, you can move to a facility, you can move out of state. Most of the plans are going to provide coverage in all 50 states and the territories, and some even include Canada. I even have a couple carriers that will pay overseas um, some benefits. So again, you don't have to worry about buying your plan today and then moving to another state and losing your plan. The plans are going to follow you wherever you go. So that's something that all of our plans are going to have. So yes, you can have a, what we call a portable plan and be able to move. Um, both of them, uh, again, Colin and Gina wanted to avoid payments. They just said, look, if we're going to set up a plan, we have cash, we've been selling real estate, we'd like to just reposition some of our assets into a plan and would love to get that money back if we don't use it. That would be, you know, the icing on the cake. It wasn't the only option, but, you know, again, you can buy a traditional plan in a single lump sum, which has no return of premium, but it doesn't make sense. You can get an asset-based plan for same amount of dollars, basically. So we don't do that unless you're a C corporation trying to write some money off of the business. That's about the only time I would do a single pay uh, traditional type of plan. So anyway, we kind of went through that list with them and here's what we ended up designing them for them. We ended up using an asset based plan. So again, a plan that's going to pay them back. We set them up a plan that had lifetime benefits for each of them. So they're each going to have unlimited long-term care protection. We funded the plan with a single deposit of $237,000. This was some money that was literally setting in a savings account because they had just sold one of their rental properties. And Colin said, this isn't money that I'm going to use for anything else. I will just like to reposition that money. What can I get for $237,000? I said, that's what we can do. So here's what they got. Single deposit of $237,000. They're each going to get a tax-free lifetime long-term care benefit of $87,000 a year. So that's going to break down to $7,273 a month per person for an unlimited amount of time. Now, if they never use their plan, they get $242,000 paid back to the estate. So they're essentially getting, you know, a little bit more than they put back. It's 100% of their money base back. So 237 in, if they don't use it, 242. Now, the way that plan is structured, if they go out and get hit by the bus tomorrow and they're both dead, guess what? Their estate's going to receive $242,000 tomorrow tax-free. So it's structured as a death benefit. If they use less than $242,000, let's say just one of them go on claim and they use $100,000 of long-term care, well, the state's still going to get $142,000 paid back. So on these asset-based plans, when you see a return of premium that's structured as a death benefit, that is just a guaranteed minimum that you're going to get back, either in long-term care benefits or in tax-free death benefit or a combination of both. 
So again, a single deposit of 237 into the plan. This is covering both of them. Each of them get $87,000 a year for life. So if they're both on claim together, and that's what I always tell my wife, you know, we're going to go crazy together. We'll be in a, our little assisted living room with 15 cats. Guess what? These people would each get 87000 so they'd have $174,000 a year coming in tax-free for an unlimited amount of time. Now, let's go back to the very beginning part of this show, the cost of care. How much does long-term care cost? Is $87,000 going to cover everything they need? We don't know. We honestly don't know. That may be more than enough. They may never use anywhere near that. But the point is they have other assets, Social Security, pension, other sources of income. This is going to mitigate those costs, and that's really what we're trying to look at. And quite frankly, you know, Colin might come back and put some additional insurance down the road. He says he's got a couple other properties that he's going to sell. He's going to look at that. But this right now, he just said, look, I've got the 237000 sitting in cash. What can I do with that? I don't need the money. Can I reposition it into the insurance company? Guess what? He just took out of one pocket, put it in the other pocket. The money's coming back either way. But look what it does for them. It provides them that unlimited lifetime long-term care benefit from an A-plus rated company. And guess what? Here's, let's talk about some of the other features of this plan. Zero-day waiting period for home and community care. That means no elimination period. They need care tomorrow. They're going to start getting their benefits tomorrow. That's not a problem. Coverage in all 50 states, territories, and Canada. Remember, they wanted something portable. They're covered on this. Concierge-level claim support. Same plan that I have. When they go on claim, I'm going to call for them as their agent and turn their plan on, or their kids can call. It doesn't matter. They call an 800 number. Somebody is assigned to them that day, and now we have one contact person that's going to be able to help us with with, um, case management, with care coordination, with all the things that we need, making sure that we have the right home health care agency if we need to bring people into the home. So that concierge-level claim support is built into this plan. They get a caregiver training benefit of two times their monthly benefit, so about $14,500 to, you know, let's say that you want to take a class on Alzheimer's or you want to take a class on medication management to help your loved ones. They will pay up to $14,500 out to family members to, to learn whatever they need to do for what they call caregiver benefit. They also get that same $14,500 paid out for home improvement and medical equipment. So let's imagine that you are in a situation you're in an accident and now you need an access ramp to the house or you need grab handles or a stair lift or an intravenous pump or an adjustable bed for the house. Again, $14,500 plus they're still going to get their $87,000 a year. So just a very robust plan. Again, insurance is only important when you need it. So when these people need it, they're going to have one of the best plans. And again, unlimited claim support, which is going to go on for as long as they are on claim. So this is just, again, a great plan. Now, if they were older, they'd put a little bit more money into this plan for the same benefit. If they were younger, they'd put a little bit less into the same benefit. If they put double the money into it, if they put $400,000 in it, that would push their benefit up to over $15,000 a month. So it's all relative. It's depending on you're designing that plan. You're setting up a plan. What I like about this plan right now is it's lifetime benefit. So if we need to add some additional coverage down the road, like Colin was possibly talking about, I would probably use a separate plan, maybe a savings-based plan, because if you never access that plan, that's just your money. You can access it as more liquid, but this is going to give you the lifetime claim support for the family and the unlimited tax-free long-term care benefit off of a single deposit. So just a real great plan. So um, let me come up for air, go get a little bit of coffee, and then when we come back, I'm going to wrap up the show. So stick around. We'll be right back. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family, and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. Hey, it's Mandy Connell, and a great way to learn about long-term care is to join my friends from 525 Advisors for their upcoming free long-term care planning live webinar. You'll learn so much. 
525 advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. They even have plans with lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Then when you're ready, 525 advisors will design a custom plan with you, just like they're doing for my husband and me right now. I love how much time they've spent with us, and it's not just me. Read the reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage gives you. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, and we're back and getting ready to wrap up another week of Long-Term Care Radio. Again, we have um, classes on our website, on the um, website at 525longtermcare.com. That's going to be for March. Our next class is going to be Saturday, March 12th. That is an 8 a.m. kickoff Pacific time on the West Coast. And if you're mountain time there in the Colorado area, it's going to be at 9 a.m. The class is free. You know, we're just uh, putting some finishing touches on our book that we updated, A Guide to Long-Term Care Planning. That is a book we put together years ago. And we send that out to people that attend our class. I can either, you know, do it in a PDF copy or we'll actually stick a stamp and get you a printed version of that as well, too. And really the whole idea, the reason why you're going to hear us talking about these webinars and these classes and you're going to hear the ads on the radio is I'm a firm believer that you need to start with education. This is not about selling you something. This isn't, you know, and that's the way I get so frustrated because that's the way long-term care insurance was sold for decades. In fact, When I got into this business, the reason why I'm in this business is because my father passed away in an accident. I was trying to figure out how to get some long-term care insurance for my mom because everything had changed. And I just, you know, I just got bamboozled. I got overwhelmed by all these like sales, you know, financial advisors and insurance agents and these people like, oh, you need this. Here's buy this, buy this, buy that. And then I'd go home and I'd read about the company. I was like, "Ah, wait a second. That doesn't make sense. And with these new asset-based plans and these new options, I will tell you today, right now, we have more options than ever before as far as funding and types of plans we can set up. We have less options as far as companies, which I think is actually a good thing because back in the day, there were 125, 127 companies that sold traditional long-term care insurance. And all these people were doing is is the the agents were just going out there and they would line up six in a row and say, well, this one's $38 less a month than that one. So let's go with that one. And, and, you know, almost all of those companies are out of business now. I mean, the people still have the contracts, but they're all being serviced by somebody else like Genworth or something right now. So what we really want to do is say, hey, let's start with education. Find out what long-term care is, what it pays for. Understand these different options of asset-based, traditional-based plans. Then when you're ready, let's talk about your situation. Not somebody else's. Let's talk about your situation. What's the right plan for you? What's the best way to fund a plan for you? I mean, we just talked to our, our client of the week, Colin and Gina. They had a lump sum of cash sitting there because they just sold the property. Good for them. We're going to do a single lump sum. 
But I've got another client that we just put a plan together. It's a business owner, and he's transitioning out. And we're going to do 10 annual payments because he's going to get some tax deduction. And he's still going to get that lifetime benefit in a very meaningful plan. So that's what we're going to do for you is design that custom plan for you. And again, the best way to start is come to one of our webinars, 525longtermcare.com. Just click the attend an event. You'll get a little email, and I promise you we will not spam you. We will not chase you down. We will not call you. I'm not, I am not. I promise you I won't call you. I'm horrible at that. I'm not going to call you and ask you and start soliciting you. It's like we're going to just put that information out there for you, and when you're ready, you just let us know, and we'll be glad to help you out. So we started out the show talking about you know, the question I get, how much does long-term care cost? And I think that after, you know, we think about this, well, it's going to vary greatly. So all we can do is try to mitigate those costs. And again, remember the cost is financial cost, Yes, but also that physical and emotional burden that we're going to be passing on to our family members. We can mitigate some of that as well too, with a good plan. And so I think that, you know, as important as that question is, you know, having a plan is not necessarily, you know, about paying for everything from a financial point of view, but more about mitigating those costs and keeping your situation manageable, making sure that you can stay in control during your long-term care journey. The number one problem that people have is they run out of assets and then they apply for Medicaid. And guess what? Once Uncle Sam, like I tell people, he's, he's your uncle. He's not your sugar daddy. Once you start taking money from them in Medicaid, they're going to take everything else from you and they are in control of your life. So that's what really what you're trying to avoid. And even a small plan can make a huge difference in an extended care situation. Um, and, you know, I, I tell everybody, if your plan only pays for half of your costs, well, guess what? That's like having a 50% off coupon. Give it to me. I will take that. That's better than a kick in the shin. So again, design a plan that's comfortable for you today. The reason why everybody doesn't have $25,000 a month with 5% inflation with unlimited benefits is because A, it's expensive to have a plan that big. And B, we probably won't need that much coverage. So again, we're trying to figure out what's right for us and what's going to help us in that situation. And again, I think the problem is when people look at it from a money situation, you're you're missing a lot of really what long-term care situations are about. Everybody just thinks I have money, it's going to be taken care of. And guess what? That's not the case. And I had an attorney that told me, he was an elder law attorney, and he just said, look, I've been doing this for, he was just getting ready to retire. I've been doing it for 40 years. And he said, you have to understand something. Money is not, you know, he goes, money is owned by, you know, you you have money. The way he phrases it's like, look, all the money that you have, you got to understand that your kids, most kids think that that's their money when you pass away. So what happens in these long-term care situations, you know, are they going to be spending $10,000 a month for an assisted living facility? Eh, probably not. They'll spend 3000 because that other 7000 a month they're saving is really their money. So there's a lot of factors that go into a long-term care situation. And I'm not saying all families are like that. I'm just saying that money divides families. It does not bring them together in a lot of situations. So just be aware of that. Now, one thing I want to talk about here is let's just talk about self-funding financially. In a long-term care situation, you have really two choices. You either set up a long-term care insurance plan and you mitigate those expenses and pass some of that risk on to the insurance company. It's the same thing we do with our homeowner's insurance. There's no secret. If your home is paid for, you do not have to have homeowner's insurance. You can just take all the risk yourself. But what we do is we pay for insurance to mitigate that risk. Long-term care is doing the same thing. But when it comes to paying for long-term care, I get so many people that say, well, I think I have enough money. I don't need to worry about it. Financial advisors say that because it's a, it, it's an easy way for them to just say, oh, let's keep your money in the market. That's where they're going to make the money. But I really don't understand long-term care. So I think you're fine. You're, you're going to be okay. But let's just break this down. If you're going to self-fund, I want to ask you a question. How much do you want to pay for your care? And what I mean by that is a dollar of care. Let's think about a, a one dollar of long-term care services. Okay, how much does it cost you? Well, if you pull it out of your cash, your savings, or the coffee can in the backyard or under your mattress, that dollar is going to cost you a dollar. So you're going to have to pay somebody a dollar for a dollar of care. Now, what if you're using an investment? What if you're using an investment that you've held for a year and you have to pay capital gains on it now? Well, now you're going to end up paying a dollar twenty to a dollar twenty-five because remember, you've got to sell a dollar twenty-five worth of stock to net out that dollar to pay for that dollar long-term care service. So it just costs you $1.25. What if it's from a retirement account? What if you're in the 22% tax bracket? 
So that's the third from the third from the bottom. I think twenty two percent. That's eighty about eighty thousand a year to one hundred and seventy thousand a year of income for a couple. Well, if you're in the twenty two percent tax bracket and you're using a retirement account, that dollar of long term care is going to cost you a dollar and thirty cents. You've got to sell a dollar and thirty cents worth of your retirement account to net out that dollar to pay for the long term care service. Okay, and the final option is long term care insurance. If you get long-term care insurance, how much is that dollar of care going to cost you? Hmm. Max 33 cents. On the simplest savings-based plans, for every dollar you put in, you get $3 tax-free of long-term care. So the max is 33 cents. Some situations, it might cost you 15 or 20, 25 cents for that dollar of care. We don't know. If you're a lifetime, I mean, think of Colin's brother. What if he had a lifetime benefit plan of $7,000 a month that he just took out last year and he got, you know, in the accident and he's paralyzed, he's on claim for the next 10 years or 20 years, you know, his cost for care might be a penny. It might cost him a penny for that dollar. Who knows? But my point is, what do you want to pay for care? A dollar, a dollar 25, a dollar 30 or 33 cents. So from a financial point of view, you cannot beat the leverage folks of long-term care insurance. And the takeaway from all of this is just look at our client of the week, Colin and Gina. They put $237,000 into their plan. They are guaranteed to get $240,000 back. It's not costing them anything. Sure, it's co- the opportunity cost, right? The gain and lo- Well, opportunity cost goes both ways, right? If it's the market, that two thirty-seven could turn into 600000 that 200000 can turn into 150000 We don't know. This is a guarantee. You're going to get your money back. So that's the nice thing about these new plans that we have today. So just keep that in mind. We have lots of options. The idea for you is, you know, number one, reduce the financial costs with a long-term care plan, but also reduce that physical and emotional cost on your family members. I will tell you, my experience has taught me watching, living this with my family That is the most important thing for me and most of my clients is don't be a burden on your family members. Take that burden off of them in a time of need. So you've burned another uh, week with us here on Long-Term Care Radio. Again, sign up for a class at 525longtermcare.com. Also, you can get our podcast on there. And again, I apologize for everybody on KOA last week. You can jump that, uh, get that show on our podcast last week. Hopefully we got that gremlin worked out and we won't have any more of those problems in the future. But again, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com.